Are you ready to be inspired and empowered by the stories of a truly unstoppable woman? Then get ready for an exciting new episode of Unstoppable Women. I'm your host, Noelle Peterson, the Journey Navigator. Today, I'm going to chat with another remarkable and inspiring woman. In each episode, we feature a different guest who has overcome adversity and achieved amazing things in our career and in our personal life. Through authentic conversation, you'll learn about her struggles, journeys, and breakthrough moments that have helped her become the unstoppable woman she is today. Each guest brings a unique perspective and a powerful wisdom. You'll gain valuable insights into how to overcome challenges, break barriers, and thrive in your own life. You'll walk away feeling empowered, inspired, and ready to take action toward achieving your own goals. Welcome this morning. Good morning. Today we've got Colin, Colleen Biggs with us. She's a 22-year business strategist that empowers business leaders to expand their influence, to attract the right clients, and drive more profits. That's what we all want, right? She has launched over 340 businesses, is a sought-after keynote speaker, authored of five number one international bestsellers, with the latest being Step Into the Spotlight to Expand Your Influence, the CEO and founder of Leap, and was awarded the Top 10 Business Leaders of 2021 and the Most Inspirational Leaders in Business 2023. Colleen provides women with a community of entrepreneurs that take the leap daily and realize that their network is their net worth. Welcome, Colleen. Hi, it's so great to be here, Noelle. Thank, thank you so much for having me on your new show. And uh, it's so humbling to be able to be um, here in the beginning. So excited for you. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time coming. I've been having wonderful conversations offline with amazing, amazing women. And so it's time to, to share those with the world. So tell us a little bit about Colleen and how you came to be who you are today. Yeah, well, thank you for that question. And um, I love working with women, you know, just like you who are really um, scaling their businesses, launching their businesses and realize that they wanted to take that leap from corporate America and move into building a business um, of their own. And so I did the same thing. I was in corporate America for 30 years. And then I took that big leap, scary, scary, scary leap of faith to leave a W-2 to go to a W-9, which is um, a commissioned uh, re responsible position where you're 100% commission. I always tell everyone, you know, most people would never take that position if they were offered that in corporate America, yet we do that as entrepreneurs. And it is just one of the most satisfying, freeing things that I think we can do as individuals, which is to start our own businesses, no matter what that looks like. And even if you're in corporate America, I always suggest that someone start a side hustle to be able to generate income just so that they can see that it's possible, you know, and, and be able to do that. So, um, so I left corporate America back in um, early 2019 and uh, was producing and launching a community back in 2018, 2019. At that time, it was called Lead Up for Women. Uh, we rebranded it a couple years ago. 
a few years into uh, to uh, the leap community. And, you know, we were leading up for a long time and then it was time to take a leap. So the women in the community that I created, Noel, are women just like you that are building businesses, that are collaborating with other women that need the visibility for their brands to be able to be seen, to be able to be heard and to be able to be visible. Uh, and I know our net worth is really a combination of um, our social capital that we're depositing, you know, every day into the people that we meet, into the people that uh, know us um, and, you know, getting in front of the people that we want to know us so that they can refer and, um, and recommend us to other people. And that's really how simple it is to build a business. And so I work with women um, in consulting and coaching because I've done that, you know, back when we weren't really called coaches 20 years ago, it was, you know, consultants or strategists or whatever that is. Um, but there's something about business that just lights me up, like lights me up. I'm talking, I love numbers. I love strategy. I love to take a woman who is launching or, you know, kind of stuck in a rut installed. And generally that's a lack of clarity somewhere and really look at all the products and services and what's happening in the business and create a structure and clarity for her and a plan so that she knows exactly uh, her prices. She knows um, the steps that she needs to take for that from that blueprint to accelerate her success and generate the income that she's been wanting to generate in her, in her business. So that's kind of really me in a nutshell. I run masterminds that we travel. I run them in my community. Um, we do all kinds of fun networking and uh, master classes, and these are all ran by our um, members. So our members actually are the ones in the spotlight all the time, and we promote them every single week on a regular basis. So it's just so enjoyable to be able to do what I do every day. I have to pinch myself to know that <laughs> this is what I get to do and I've created for myself and I choose to do. And I think that's an important thing for us to remember is to be empowered, like you talk about, right? To be an unstoppable woman and to be empowered really is about giving ourselves permission to take those steps, to make those changes in our business, to uh, to grow, to generate income, whatever that looks like, um, and having the confidence behind that to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that confidence. I mean, you talked about doing it as a side hustle just to know you can, because Honestly, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I have a mentor that tells us we need to have seven streams of income. Our millionaires have seven streams of income. So it's valuable to have multiple ways to bring in that money. And even if you're doing it just to have some spending money. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I'm as you said that I'm thinking about all my areas that I generate income. And I do think it's just as important in a business as it is in our personal lives, as it is in everything that we do to have the capacity to generate income in those areas, uh, no matter what that looks like, but to have a portfolio, just like your money would be diversified um, on Wall Street or diversified in life insurance, you would do the same thing uh, you know, with your income that you generate. No different. Yeah. yeah. A part of my growth and where I'm working with women is helping them see that they're not just a mom. So and mm. as a human being, we have multiple ways of expressing ourselves and of being in this world. So it's very similar in business and in money. We need 
to not be just a coach, not just a marketer, whatever that might be. Um, can you talk a little bit about the value in having clarity on what you want to do? Oh my gosh. So clarity creates conviction. Uh, when we have clarity, we have conviction. Conviction is really like that fuel that drives, um, you know, to me, it's like the fuel in the car. It's what drives the vehicle to get to from point A to point B. If it's out of gas, which a lot of women run out of gas, generally you're not taking a step forward or making a decision on, do I want to run that one day event? Do I want to create that workshop? Most of the time you're stuck right? You're stalled because you don't have the full clarity around why you're doing it, what it's going to look like, um, how much you're going to charge for it, how many people you want to have there, what is the outcome you want all the attendees to walk away with. When you have all of those pieces in the clarity for that, then it's a no-brainer and you feel confident. You know, you've got that conviction to move forward um, and then create and produce something like that. I, I'll give an example. Um, I've run a lot of retreats in person. I run a lot of masterminds in person, but I've never run a one day conference where we would just show up at like nine o'clock, you know, be done by four and then network, you know, an after happy hour network till six, let's say. I've been to several of them where there's speakers, there's networking, there's learning, but I've never produced one. So I've done a lot of enrollment events. So I'm very clear on where the income comes from when it's an enrollment event. But when it's just a conference, I thought to myself, how do I make money off of this, right? We, it, and I want everyone out there thinking, you shouldn't be producing a conference unless you know that you're going to get a return on it. So many women's mindsets are, well, I'm producing this, this conference. And as long as just my, you know, the costs are covered, I'm happy. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's not about just having your cost covered. All of your time and effort of you driving down there and looking at the event, you showing up early, you getting speakers lined up, you selling tickets to the event. All of this is your time that you're putting into this event. So yes, you should absolutely be paid for that event. So as I was looking at putting this together, I didn't have clarity on what that would look like. So I got a spreadsheet out and I started just banging out numbers. Okay, if I had four sponsors, that's all I can fit in the room. How much would each sponsor table cost? If I had speakers, would I be charging the speakers or allowing them to speak for free? If I have panelists, are they free? Um, are my charging for them? What would I charge for a ticket? What would an early bird ticket look like? What would a member of my community get a discount ticket to? So now what is your average ticket price? So I started going through all of these numbers and then looking at the expenses. What is it going to cost me to bring in lunch? Because I'm providing lunch. And what does that look like? And I did research on that. So I went down and, you know, looked at the place and I got, I got information on how much it would cost to uh, be able to utilize projectors and, you know, uh, and save the space and what that deposit looks like and what the total cost would look like. So I put all of those costs in and only when I realized, okay, here's the minimum number of tickets I have to sell. Here's what I have to sell for speakers. Here's what my events for my sponsors need to look like. I need to provide opportunity for women to get a lot of visibility here, to have a lot of networking opportunities and to learn, right? There's a lot of education we can bring out of that. But the connections are the biggest pieces because those lead 
to um, relationships and those relationships with each other is huge in business. You know, you never know where that could lead. So it wasn't until the numbers were together on the spreadsheet. And then I was like, okay, now I know exactly what I need to sell, what I need to do and how this needs to come together that I put the deposit down and decided to push forward. So I didn't even have clarity and I teach clarity, right? So when we think of something new, don't expect to have clarity immediately. It takes some time to work through the process to put together the numbers, um, exactly how it's going to work. You know, retreats are the same way. Well, how do I want them to feel? Why do I want them to be here? Who do I want to be here? What kind of activities do I want to do while I'm here? And then when you figure all of that out, that's when you come up with the value of what someone would pay to go to that specific retreat, right? And then you can look at all the other costs of, okay, so how much really is my budget to be able to spend on a house if I want to get a house with five or six bedrooms and how many people am I inviting that house is going to look a little different if you're inviting 20, you know, versus if you're inviting eight or 10. So all of these pieces are important. And that's pretty much how I run my entire business and how I teach my clients to run their businesses. In the very beginning, we have an onboarding session and we sit down for about four to six hours and I call it a VIP day because someone could hire me just for the day. And we sit down and I have them dump everything. And then we put together an entire um, uh, product list, service list, you know, everything that they do, tie prices to it. We talk about the outcomes, why they would want someone to go through that program. And if someone went through this program, would they be a candidate for this other program? So I go through all of those pieces with them. And then from there, they have this action plan now and they know exactly what the steps they need to take to go generate the income. And based on their fit, their financial goals, now they know exactly how much income needs to be earned per week, per month to be able to reach those goals. And, and you know, we, we kind of do smaller bite-sized goals um, because if someone needs to just generate a specific amount of money to pay their bills, they're coming out of corporate America to get started. We just start with that number just so that they know that they can be able to cover what they need to cover and start there. And then we progress from that point forward. Yeah. He's, you can always dream. The dream is big. Yeah. You, you got to, you got to be able to see the dream so you can take the steps to get there. Yeah. And, you know, action produces confidence. And a lot of people think it's the other way around. I have to have confidence before I can take the action. And, and actually, that's it, it's, it's the action fuels the confidence. So the more that you're like, oh, my gosh, I just sold. I just had a client of mine go to MasterPrac NLP training, and she hasn't even been home a week. She's been home like five days and she had already sold uh, five breakthrough sessions for the for the month. And after doing a couple of them, she realizes she needs to support the individual. So we came up with a package for the actual breakthrough. That's like a, a long day breakthrough. It's like a six hour session plus a 30 day support that that person would need. And she wouldn't have known that she needed to provide that support, let's say, until she had actually done the work. Now that she's done the work, she's like, wow, that person really needs me to support them a little longer. But I don't really, you know, I might, someone might want to move into a coaching program with me, but maybe not. Maybe they just want to break through and need some support around that breakthrough. How do I create that? So we created it and not, I'm not, I'm not even lying within four hours, she texted me and said, I sold my first one in four hours. So that I want everyone to think 
this is a product or service that was created based on her expertise and her training and her certifications. It was not given to her by the person that certified her, right? They didn't give her a business plan and tell her what to do. She created it based on the support that she knew that specific clients would need following the breakthrough and um, and just created something that didn't exist. So I call that generating income out of thin air. Didn't exist. She put it together and now she's able to sell that to support other people. But we have to remember your time is important. And so you should be paid for how you're supporting another person. Like I can't remember the last time walking into a doctor's office or say a therapist's office or a hospital or whatever, and them say, it's on us this time. Don't worry about it. You know, you don't have to stop by the front desk and pay anything, you know, never has anyone ever said that, right? It's never happened yet. I find that female entrepreneurs struggle with saying that something is a specific cost and sticking to that and feeling very confident and empowered by that, you know, that by that amount. And that, you know, over and over again and collecting the income and doing what you do best and knowing that that other person on the other end is just having huge changes in their lives, right? The value is immense for them. You become an unstoppable woman doing that over and over and over again. And we have to remember service is not about volunteering. You can serve other people. It doesn't mean you're volunteering to serve because they're not a nonprofit, right? And you're not a nonprofit. You're right. a for-profit. Yeah. Yeah. And that I, I come from the ministry background. So being a, a woman and in ministry, everything I've ever done has been to give. Mm-hmm. And it is very true that it, you need to take action and your time is valuable. And when you can receive that paycheck for your time, yeah, it's so uplifting. Yeah. You are, you know, when you can feel the value that others see in you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm glad that you said that, Noel, because, you know, um, if you were to go to your job from a W-2 and you had an outline of your responsibilities of what you deposit into that business every day, you get paid for that as a W-2. So how is that any different as an entrepreneur depositing into their day and into other people or into their products that they produce, they should be paid for them. You know, every, every person on Amazon that has a store that is selling products on Amazon is being paid for that product. And, you know, most mm-hmm. of us in America and all over the world have boxes showing Showing up every single day at your house from Amazon. So you're willing to pay for those products and those stores are willing to create the products for you and distribute it to them based on the price. And there may be, I think about it, you know, you might go in to buy a product and there's how many similar products to that? Maybe a hundred. So think of yourself as a as that that product, right? You're a product and your customers are out there wanting to buy from you. So it doesn't matter if you're lined up with a hundred other business coaches in a networking event or, you know, for me, that's what I do. And so a lot of people will say they're my competition. I'm like, they're not really because the woman that chooses to work with me is going to be the one that knows that she needs me, my background, my knowledge, my expertise, my personality, how I do things. She's choosing it based off of that belief that she felt 
toward I'm the right person for her versus um, what are your credentials and what, you know, and going through and just kind of lining people up because you could pick the person that you think has the most credentials and you think, you know, is going to be the best and they could be the worst coach for you because they don't align with you at all. And I've seen too much of that happen in the field already of networking where women have been just kind of feeling lost and deflated because they hired people that they really thought was going to be the right fit for them. So I encourage everybody out there to do your due diligence and really interview the mentors like Noel talked about and interview the individuals that you're wanting to work with, especially when uh, money is exchanging, because you need to make sure that person is right for you. And, um, you know, there's never been a time um, ever that if there was a, not a good fit either on my end or their end, and that was discovered somewhere down the road that we didn't, um, amicably depart ways without it being a legal battle (laughs) or a fight over a contract. You know what I mean? I just don't believe in doing business that way. And so, um, I think it's important for us to do our due diligence, but I also believe that it's important for us to have mentors and coaches. Um, I give a lot of my time. I mentor a business development director for a nonprofit right now. I originally wanted to be on their board. And after all the interviews I went through to sit on their board of directors, they said, we actually think with your expertise and what you do, we could utilize you better as an advisor to our business development director. And she could really learn a lot from you. And I was like, wow, that's, I'm honored to be able to take that position. So I, I dedicate my time to that every month. I'm a mentor for um, a single mom that lives in California and I live in Arizona and I'm a, um, I am I uh, coach her twice a month um, and I give back as, you know, I'm not paid for that. So I think there are times in our lives where there's volunteer work that we do. That's volunteer work that I'm doing. That's my feel good. But I couldn't imagine spending my days coaching and then walking away at the end of the day, feeling deflated because I'm not being paid for all of that. And I've heard too many women say that, you know, uh, yeah, I've done a lot of coaching, but I'm not getting paid for it. And I just look at them and go, why? Because you didn't ask or like, why are you not being paid for it? So I think we have to take responsibility too. Um, And if you're getting upset because you're doing something for someone, then that means you're doing it and expecting something in return. So set yourself up for success and have that system in place so that you know um, the expectation on both sides, you know, in the relationship. 100%. And there's also value in their putting out their money for the coaching because Mm -hmm. they're going to buy in, they're going to believe, and they're going to do the work they need to do. Coaching for free is just friends. It is. It really is. It's it's the advice business is what I call it. Now, if you have a contract that you've signed um, with a mentor, that's a little different. So like the mentoring I do, and I've talked with a lot of organizations, created them, helped other organizations create this type of setting where someone is looking to grow in their career and they choose a mentor that is further advanced in their career that they are so that that person can teach them, help them, mold them, you know, kind of take them under their wing. And I always suggest have a contract, know how often you're going to meet, make sure both 
people and parties are participating in that. So something like that, that's not being paid maybe on a corporate level, or if you're working with an organization, you're volunteering to be a mentor, make sure that, you know, everybody's got skin in the game as far as the time and the energy that you're putting into it, the dedication, putting the time aside and the homework. Because if some, if one person is not serious about the relationship, then you're right. There's, if there's no skin in the game, it doesn't always have to be money. But in that situation, if you're volunteering to help something like that, there needs to be agreements in place to show that you're going to show up when you say you're going to show up and do what you say you're going to do, or it's useless. You're right. You know, someone could take advantage of that. Um, and that would just be really sad <laughs> to see happen, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about your new book. Yeah. So, um, we released this book a couple of years ago. It was a huge success when we released it, step into the spotlight to expand your influence and attract, attract the right clients, because there's a lot of books out there that talks about how to attract clients. Um, but then, you know, in the beginning of my career, uh, when I was an entrepreneur, not in the beginning of my career in corporate America, coaching and, and opening up all those businesses that I did, but, I'm talking about as an entrepreneur, I was attracting uh, in the beginning, it was kind of like I was in this desperation mode because you just need to generate income. So I was really saying yes to everybody and every opportunity. And I found that I was working with people that I didn't want to work with, meaning I wasn't the right fit for them. It didn't work for me. Maybe it wasn't working for them. Or I kind of used it to hone in my skills to figure out where I really wanted, you know, to um, assist and empower and help businesses grow. And so, you know, along the way, you're like, I don't really like working on this stuff. Or you try, you know, other things and you're like, nah, I don't really like that. So I was attracting people because I wasn't clear on my message. <laughs> I was not crystal clear on exactly what I do and how I do it and why I do it and who should hire me. And then when I got a very, very, very clear on that, and niche down, I was attracting the people that were ready to take action, that wanted to take action, that knew, right, that I was the right person for them. When you attract people that want you to do all the work and they just come to you and they're like, here, I'm going to hire you. And then, um, and then you're going to make me money. And it's like, no, I'm not a partner in your business. I'm not going to go do all the work for you. So I, I think that was the importance of putting that book together and bringing together some of my favorited colleagues, people in the industry that I admired that ran multi-million dollar businesses in speaking, that ran multi-million dollar businesses in supporting groups and mortgage lending, that, you know, were influencers on Instagram. So I got these women together and I said, you've, you've um, have fantastic careers. You've created amazing businesses. Let's all share our expertise in all these different areas of how women or, or men can really step into the spotlight in a bigger way, you know, for their businesses, because it's not about fishing every day. It's not about putting your pole out and waiting for, you know, that next customer to, to snatch onto your hook. It's not about that. It's about being out there to attract the right people and them coming to you. And that, since I wrote that book, um, it's really how I've lived 
my career and my run my business and help my clients run their businesses. And I don't have to go fishing for clients. You know, they come to me and that's really the way it uh, should be. It's all the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Clarity. All right. So let's, uh, let's wrap up. Tell us, um, how people can, well, ladies can find you and uh, what's your, any offers you have today? Yeah. So um, a fun little challenge for everybody out there. I want you to go Google your name, just go Google your name and have some fun with that and see where you show up. I bet LinkedIn, if you have a LinkedIn profile shows up, maybe if you have a YouTube video or have done something with other companies, they've promoted you right on another podcast or maybe in a magazine, but go Google your name. Cause I did this maybe six or seven years ago. And there was like my LinkedIn profile and one YouTube video out there or something. That was it. And I thought I have zero presence. In fact, I didn't even know other Colleen Biggs existed, but I was just this minute minnow in this pool of people. So I started working really hard on getting my name out there. And I am using this as a challenge to everyone because showing up on other platforms like here, you know, with Noelle is going to help my SEO because she's going to promote her show. I'm going to promote her show, which we are right now. And so that really helps. So I would challenge everyone to really work on getting their name out there. So I did that. You can look me up on uh, Google. It's that easy to find me. I'm on six pages now. All the other Colleen Biggs are gone. And uh, or you can go to my website at ColleenBiggs.net. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm easy to find there, too, at Colleen Biggs. So I want to hear from you. Tell me like, hey, Colleen, I was just watching you live on LinkedIn and I saw your interview with Noel Peterson. Let me know that you saw me here um, and let's connect and see um, who I might know that I could connect you to or if, if there's a collaboration in the future. I love that. Great, great challenge. Be interesting to see uh, some people who respond and post what happened. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us today, Colleen. It was a lot of fun, Noel. Congratulations on your show and congratulations on your career. I'm so excited. I absolutely adore your husband, Robert. And uh, it's just been a pleasure getting to know him and you both. And I'm excited to have you on our show uh, coming up later today that will be produced and released in about two months. All right. Thanks. We'll see you then. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today and a huge thank you to our guest for sharing her wisdom, experience, and insight. It's been an absolute pleasure and honor to have her on the show. The incredible stories and achievements of the women we feature on this podcast are not just inspiring. They're a call to action. They remind us that we are capable of achieving anything we set our minds to. I encourage you to take that first step toward realizing your dreams and living your best life. Don't wait for permission. Believe in yourself. And if you're looking for support and guidance on your journey, I invite you to join me. Text WOMEN to 55444 to learn more about how I, your journey navigator, can help you unlock your full potential. Remember, you are unstoppable. Let's make make big things happen together.